You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Um, you know what? Never mind. Just forget it. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. What? What happened? <laughs> uh, well, I just... I mean, after Richie Rich, like, we're just going down, right? Like, we're never going to yeah, have I mean, another movie that's good. We're not going to have any other movies with Macaulay Culkin in them, you know? That so, is true. It's just, it's just, let's just fold it up, you know? I'm all, I'm all it set. Feels like, it feels like a good time. We'll, we'll box up all these episodes and put them into the gigantic <laughs> Mount Rushmore vault you have of yourself and your wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which will exclusively be individual episodes of this podcast on uh, cassette tapes. Uh, oh yeah that's the way you store things <laughs> also uh baby bassinet even though you have no children yeah that's correct that I, I i plan to punch a uh evil villain over at some point during the world's lamest fight sequence i do feel like with where john lorquette's career is you could probably just pay him to be that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so i think i could get john lorquette down here uh i, I think he can he can do that I've always felt like John Larroquette's last name sounds like uh, a bread that you'd buy at a bakery, like a French bakery. I agree. Yeah, exactly. It's like a knockoff French. Could you imagine eating a honey Larroquette? Does that not sound good? It does sound pretty good. <laughs> Slice it up, eat yeah. some butter on oh, it. Mm, mm, mm. Use it to sop up some pasta sauce. <laughs> it's, that's heaven. Oh, boy. You see it in movies. People are always bringing home a John Laura, or a Laura Kent in their grocery bag, so you know they've been to the grocery. Anyway, welcome to Mission Impossible, where we talk about our favorite pastas. Does that make the... Rigatoni? This is... <laughs> I'm sorry. Is the episode me introducing it? You pausing for a minute and then saying, Rigatoni? <laughs> yes. And, and with the little peek at the end to be like, I guess, Pugs. Rigatoni? Come here, come here. I told you to write something for today's pasta episode. <laughs> you clearly just looked around the room and picked the first pasta that you saw. By the way, clean up all that pasta in the room. You should just be lucky I didn't see my uh, mac and cheese. It's <laughs> technically a pasta. We talked about this. Um, anyway, welcome to uh, a very confusing intro to your favorite podcast, Not Another origin story we are um of course doing another mini episode where we are inter interluding between our full last richie rich episode which we just previewed for you at the beginning here i recommend it um it's a weird movie to talk we about we recommend the podcast i recommend the podcast the do, do not go see <laughs> yeah. the movie in fact we often encourage people to watch the films if they can because it's an entertaining to have that double experience but in the case of richie rich yeah you're good you're, you're good you just you know you got it. Just listen to us discuss about how um, the movie spent half an hour reminding you that Richie Rich is rich, uh, and then introduced the villain at 40 minutes, and then just had a bunch of montages of kids riding around on ATVs and eating McDonald's, and also being strangely harsh to the obese. <laughs> so harsh to the obese. Never has a movie been about a rich kid been so much actually about fat people. Yeah, it, it, most comedies, uh, most movies in general have to cut a lot, so you can only imagine how many additional fat jokes that they had in that movie that never actually made it to the final cut. Oh, so, yeah, I feel like this movie was sponsored by McDonald's and the Atkins Diet. And all of that just so they could work in more scenes where you spend five minutes watching Richie Rich boot up a computer, call his dad, say, Dad, I have a zit. His dad says, don't call me about zits, and then we move back on with the plot. <laughs> If you could ever really call it a plot, it was a Ugh. 
Coining a plot's a little harsh. A, a guy wants some rich people's money. Yeah. What a plot. <laughs> what a twist. Anyhow, um, we are, of course, now giving you an opportunity to learn about what is coming up next. Uh, in our case, that would be a film from 2010. Pogues, did you say that you saw this? I can't remember. Or I, you can't remember, I, even. I can't remember, yeah. <laughs> so there's a reason you can't remember. It's because I don't know. I know I saw the second one in theaters without seeing the first one, but now I can't remember if I ever actually went back and watched the first one. Well, If that makes sense. It's a, it's a title with three letters, which I apparently learned very recently in looking up this movie that it's actually supposed to be an acronym. Do you know what it's yes. for? I believe it's Retired Extremely Dangerous. That is absolutely correct. That is the movie Red, starring predominantly Bruce Willis, but also supported by Helen Mirren, uh, Morgan Freeman, and John Malkovich. Really a fucking excellent cast, in my opinion. I've definitely seen, oh, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely seen this. I don't hate it. But I'm going to take a different take on this when we do this movie, Pogues. I'm actually going to read the comic, because I've actually never re- read the um Warren Ellis comic it's based on although as far as I understand it's not that close (laughs) yeah I'm really curious like I want you to actually uh read it and then tell me because I've always kind of when I saw the first one I was like huh I wonder if this is even remotely close to the actual comic because I'm like it just doesn't seem like it would be a comic well you know you fear that it's Warren Ellis and like yeah seems even less like it's a comic you know our buddy Warren Ellis is just known for his like like raucous action comedies it's just his bread and butter yeah that's when I think Warren Ellis (laughs) that's what I think nothing else people often forget that he wrote the comic the hangover was based on um that's <laughs> not true i don't but i was gonna say i, I don't think that's canon <laughs> wait can warren ellis just adapt like r- otherwise complete comedies into whatever it is that's in his brain that makes him so furious with society <laughs> i would like that i mean he's no alan moore but he's uh he's up there um well i thank god he's no alan moore <laughs> for the sake of the world one of them is enough. Can I share a fun aside with you about Warren Ellis? Yeah, please. So, um, I attended Comic. I love a good aside. I attended a, a San Diego Comic Con in two thousand and I think two thousand nine with a bunch of friends out in California. Um, I uh, while attending it, they were they were handing out lots of um, Catwoman, like the animated film kind of Catwoman uh, masks, like cardboard masks uh, with the that had the eyes cut out so that you could like look through them in like a mask. Um, but they were super creepy. So we, me and my friends took a lot of them. And we took a, a series of pictures at the place that we were staying of all of us wearing them. And it's utterly horrifying. It's just all these like black-eyed cat, cat women just staring directly into the camera. And at the time, I was active on Warren Ellis's uh, message board, Whitechapel. And I, uh, I posted it some, on some thread. And Warren Ellis himself was the first to respond with just the words, ah, written in terror <laughs> below it. <laughs> And I've always felt a little bit of pride that I've made Warren Ellis like re- recoil in fear. Um, so yeah, I'll have to share that, that that photo somewhere so you can understand what what drove Warren Ellis, the man who's looked into the void and then written the many comics about it, um, terrified. So I was gonna say a man whose website and forums is called Whitechapel. 
which most people know famously as the place Jack the Ripper murdered all the prostitutes. Yeah. So a man who's probably more than familiar with disturbing imagery. I will say at one point someone uh, someone was highly offended by seeing that. They thought like Whitechapel was some weird like white supremacist website that I was on. I don't know. I can't remember who it was, but I remember someone had a real strong reaction to it. That would be an insane name for a white supremacist group. <laughs> Uh, that is... Anyhow. That, yeah, that would be very weird. It's not related to the movie, but that's why you come here for these minisodes. For, because you don't know what you're going to get. It could be a game. It could be news. It could be wild ramblings about forum activities. You just did never guess. <laughs> not even sure his forum's still active. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I'm, I'm excited to read it. It came out in 2010. Uh, it follows... Another film we've already done with Bruce Willis called Surrogates, which we had middling things to say about. Um, I think we're going to be more excited about this. I mean, you, you, I think you, we talked about this briefly off air, but you described um, it, it's strange that these movies were near each other because it, it felt like Bruce Willis was um, like kind of on like a constant sleeping pill buzz all throughout Sleepers or or. Surrogates. surrogates surrogates yeah he was mailing it in macaulay Culkin style <laughs> he had given up he gave a he gave a quaalude like performance in, in <laughs> surrogates um but, i believe many coma patients <laughs> too exciting but ran i recall him i don't know i i, I it's been a while but i recall him having some energy in it i think he might be of course um amplified by the fact that he's around someone like john malkovich and like helen mirren that's pretty cool um, yeah, I guess maybe this one's a little easier to swallow because he's around, like, other great actors. And then, like, Surrogates, it was like, here's people. <laughs> oh, by the way. Ben Rames is the bad guy, I you're a ro- think, you're, question mark? You're a robot for some of this, so make sure to not show emotion. You know, yeah. the thing people love when they watch movies. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe that was the mistake in that film is they were like, now remember, when you're a robot, you won't have a much as much emotion. And then they just never told him when he wasn't the robot. <laughs> Please don't work acting bad as part of the conceit of your film. It's not a good idea. Um, but yeah, Red came out, in, like I said, 2010. It's another ad- adaptation of like these um, non-Marvel DC comics. They're always a very interesting fare because when they do a Marvel or DC comic, they have to pay tribute to so much backstory, so much like established characters and looks and expectations of fans but when they do these one-offs these wild storms or images or you know indie comics um they're usually shorter runs so they get the chance to just sort of kind of almost get the whole thing into one movie um yeah and a lot of times they feel like they're i I feel like better adaptions because a lot of times what they're adapting is not a is a story that had a beginning middle and end right yes which is something i think is always hard with marvel and dc is like how do you adapt something that has like 72 years or whatever you know like i mean captain america has been a character since literally world war Two. how do you tell that much history and not piss off everybody or not explain enough and these are more condensed and easy and yeah closer i think to movies how, in a lot of ways the way they're written how do you end spider-man you can't i mean we literally tried to kill him in the comics and all we ended up doing was just making a bunch of clones and just which was actually way worse than just letting him live oh far worse <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst Ugh. 
<laughs> I, I just I just love the, ser- the like the response to like the history of Spider-Man where it's like we made him like nine clones at some point. Everyone's like, cool, let's just do that. And then at one point, someone's like, what if he's like, uh, what if we reboot him a bit and make him like uh, Spider-Man kind of like a, a, a black kid? And they're like, no, fuck, no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> that Keep cannot happen. <laughs> People were mad that the reboot could be a black kid. Yeah. But not much outrage when there was a storyline when Peter Parker hit a pregnant Mary Jane. Like, legit punched her. <laughs> People were less upset by that than a black kid maybe being not the yeah. not the trage- not the normal continuity Spider-Man. Right. An entirely different Spider-Man in a universe that probably wasn't going to last. We fucking kill Superman and we replace him, like, sort of with, like, a robot and, like, a different alien and, like, a ghost that's in, like, a robot... And then we also, at some point, give him like a mullet and like a a, a bad cost, a bad onesie with an S on it, and we're just like, that's fine. But don't ever, if you if you change the fucking pigment in his skin, I swear to God. Hey, I will say there was a black Superman, Steel. I I know. I just mean that that really wasn't like them like replacing Superman with Steel. They're oh just, no, no, yeah, it was it was possible. And yeah, they they quickly distanced themselves, but they made that sweet movie. Said no. Holy shit, post! I forgot we're gonna have to do that movie. Like we're gonna have to it's, do Steel. At it's some so point. bad. I don't want to. Is I it, shouldn't have brought it up. Is it too late to do Steel? <laughs> I mean, technically, it's never too late. We we don't really have a set plan with this podcast, as our listeners may have noticed. Oh. Uh, we were also thinking about Pogues, uh, and I want to share this with the listeners. We were thinking about with um, October uh, uh, arriving, we were excited about maybe doing some uh, spooky episodes, um, picking some of the more horror-based comics that we could cover. Um, we have a few ideas that are out there, but if you're a listener to this podcast and you're listening to it right now, hearing my words, please drop a comment. We would like to get your pitches. Yeah, yeah. you can send your comments to at facebook.com slash naospod. You can tweet at NAOSPod or go to our Instagram, which is just, it's all just NAOSPod, guys. Uh, Or you can even, if you're listening to this on uh, SoundCloud, you can actually leave comments on the track and we'll check those out too. So totally leave a comment, tell us a a horror themed comic book you would like us to do. It'd be pretty cool. And you know what, Ben, I just realized, and this is somewhat depressing. This will show you how well we plan ahead, guys. Do you know what number episode this will be? This minisode or this upcoming The red? upcoming red. It's number 50, isn't it? Nope. W- wait, what is it? It's it's number 52. We already passed number 50. That's how good we are. But this will mark, number 52 will mark two years worth of content. That is so there you go, guys. Stunning. We did it. I'm so proud of us. I know. I, I wasn't sure how long it would last. I'm glad it's lasted as long as it has because this is a real... Uh, bright spot in my weeks so i'm glad you guys have been listening i'm glad ben continues to do this with me Woo! but hopefully we'll have more and like you said another exciting theme i think sometimes is fun although that fantastic four theme almost killed us so (laughs) hopefully we'll find at least one good horror film to have to watch absolutely i think that's about it for this um did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I'm all set. Tune in. Um, um, check out Red. It's a, it's a, for, for once a fucking decent movie that you might actually enjoy. Um, and we will do our best to both make you laugh and, as always, uh, try and suss out the pieces of it that is a quality adaptation of a comic book. So, you know, that's the whole point of the podcast. So you're listening to. Yeah.